I will rise and go to my father and will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee, and am more worthy to be called thy son. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Word was made flesh and dwelt among us. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, is the people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways. Unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 8 on page 350, and Psalm 113 on page 484. O Lord, our governor, how excellent is thy name in all the world, thou that hast set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of very babes and sucklings hast thou ordained strength because of thine enemies, that thou mightest still the enemy and the avenger. When I consider thy heavens, even the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained. What is man that thou art mindful of him? and the Son of Man, that thou visitest him. Thou madest him lower than the angels, to crown him with glory and worship. Thou makest him to have dominion of the works of thy hands, and thou hast put all things in subjection under his feet. All sheep and oxen, yea, and the beasts of the field. The fowls of the air, and the fishes of the sea, and whatsoever walketh through the paths of the seas. O Lord, our Governor, how excellent is thy name in all the world. Psalm 113 Praise the Lord, ye servants, O praise the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord, from this time forth forevermore. The Lord's name is praised, from the rising up of the sun unto the going down of the same. The Lord is high above all nations, and his glory above the heavens. Who is like unto the Lord our God, and hath his dwelling so high, and yet humbleth himself to behold the things that are in heaven and earth? He taketh up the simple out of the dust, and lifteth the poor out of the mire. That he may set them with the princes, even with the princes of his people. He maketh the barren woman to keep house, and to be a joyful mother of children. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the seventh verse of the 52nd chapter of Isaiah. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who proclaims peace, who brings glad tidings of good things, who proclaims salvation, who says to Zion, Your God reigns. Your watchmen shall lift up their voices, with their voices they shall sing together, for they shall see eye to eye when the Lord brings back Zion. Break forth into joy, sing together, you waste places of Jerusalem, for the Lord has comforted his people, he has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has made bare his holy arm in the eyes of all nations, and all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise Thee, O God, we acknowledge Thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship Thee, the Father everlasting. To Thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To Thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth, heaven and earth are full of the majesty of Thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise Thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, Thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, that we never be confounded. Here beginneth the fifth verse of the second chapter of Hebrews. For he has not put the world to come, of which we speak, in subjection to angels. But one testified in a certain place, saying, What is man that you are mindful of him? or the Son of Man, that you take care of him. You have made him a little lower than the angel. You have crowned him with glory and honor, and set him over the works of your hands. You have put all things in subjection under his feet. For in that he put all in subjection under him, 
he left nothing that is not put under him. But now we do not yet see all things put under him. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels, for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, might taste death for everyone. For it was fitting for him, for whom all things and by whom all things, in bringing many sons to glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. For both he who sanctifies and those who are being sanctified are all of one, for which reason he is not ashamed to call them brethren, saying, I will de declare your name to my brethren. In the midst of the assembly I will sing praise to you. And again, I will put my trust in him. And again, here am I and the children whom God hath given me. Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shared in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. For indeed he does not give aid to angels, but he does give aid to the seed of Abraham. Therefore in all things he had to be made like his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God, to make propitiation for the sins of the people. For in that he himself has suffered, being tempted, he is able to aid those who are tempted. Here endeth the second lesson. O oh, be joyful in the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O oh, go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. 
and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. We beseech thee, O Lord, pour thy grace into our hearts, that as we have known the incarnation of thy Son, Jesus Christ, by the message of an angel, so by his cross and passion we may be brought unto the glory of his resurrection. Through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. We beseech thee, Almighty God, look upon the hearty desires of thy humble servants, and stretch forth the right hand of thy majesty, to be our defense against all our enemies, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, who hatest nothing that thou hast made, and dost forgive the sins of all those who are penitent, create, make in us new and contrite hearts, that we, worthily lamenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness, may obtain of thee the God of all mercy, perfect remission and forgiveness, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us thy humble servants in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. We're celebrating the Feast of the Annunciation, uh, which means that it's just about exactly nine months until Christmas. Um, the lessons today, the, the Isaiah lesson is an interesting, just the imagery. Um, Isaiah says, how beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of those who proclaim peace. And the word for beautiful is a word that's used um, in uh, the Song of Songs for the loveliness <clears throat> of, of the beloved. <clears throat> so it's kind of funny to, to, to look at a messenger coming and say, geez, what, you know, what beautiful feet. But the, the imagery of of the feet are hastening to bring the good news and so they're beautiful because of, of the way they're bringing haste and then the the watchmen sitting on the city walls they're they're watching because watchmen usually watch for the enemy and what they're what, what they're seeing instead is the approach of of um the one who's bringing good tidings of peace uh and and the news he's bringing is is that your god reigns that god has finally taken over control of everything and so it's interesting with the incarnation, it's a paradoxical manifestation of this because it, it's applied then to, to the word becoming flesh in the womb of the Blessed Virgin. And this is the beginning of God taking his reins again, taking over power. And it, it uh, deals with the, with the sort of narrative of, of the incarnation that um, you know, people wonder why does God why doesn't God just you know make it all right? Why does God allow things to happen? But God redeems the world. He 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 made uh, man, and man failed his vocation through sin, and so God, uh, the Son of God, who's with the Father from the beginning, becomes man, comes human, takes on humanity in the womb of of the Virgin to to then to restore the human vocation. And so Psalm 8, um, which Hebrews also quotes, 
what is man that thou art mindful of him, and the son of man that thou regardest him, thou madest him a little lower than the angels to crown with glory and worship. That was Adam's vocation. He was made in the creation lower than the angels. His vocation was through faithfulness, through testing, to, to grow into his vocation of ruling over everything, and he abdicated. And now, so the, the, the son of man, that, that's the son of Adam, uh, now becomes human and will, will carry out the vocation in the flesh that Adam abdicated. And in order to fulfill that vocation, he has to be faithful as an actual human through the path of life, resisting the temptation that the first Adam gave into. And then he will, through obedience unto death, and, and through the resurrection, then be restored then to that rightful dominion over all things. But it has to go through that process. You can't skip a step. It's an actual restoration of humanity to union with God, to but to its rightful vocation of dominion. And you can't just do that by saying, hey, it's going to be that way. You have to go through the process. This also applies to our own um, ministry and, and, and discipleship that... You know, a lot of times we're we're um, tend tend to, to we want to make something happen by by force of a rule or or compelling someone to do something. And just as the Word is made flesh in the womb of the Virgin, and Jesus manifests God's presence by His obedience and the actual you know stages of life through temptation, so uh, Mary is a model for us as she says yes. To this, to participating in the process of redemption by becoming uh, the the mother of God, um, behold the handmaid of the Lord. So we also, in our receiving of of Christ through faith, Mary is a model. We say yes, and the Word becomes flesh in us, and we have to follow that same pattern in our own daily lives. Temptations, choosing uh, to follow the pattern of Christ in obedient faithfulness. All, through all the stages of life, we also will learn to see Brissette's obedience to what we suffer. And, and as we do this, and we're able to do it because Christ is in us, because we have the Holy Spirit, the life of Christ in us, we can follow him with some stumbles and some restorations. We can follow him through this pathway to our own faithfulness unto death and our own participation in the resurrection. So, um, and that's how God bears his holy arm in the sight of all the nations through his presence in people who are actually doing what he calls them to do. From and, it, and the change happens from the bottom up, from within us. And as we spread that good news, we are actually the, the feet, the, our, our feet as we go being witnesses for Christ. We bring that good news that God is reigning in us and, the, and he is in the process of restoring his rule over all the earth. So those are a few thoughts for, for the Feast of Annunciation. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways done unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially we pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith and unity of spirit in the bond of peace and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, 